Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. Today, I want to talk about doubt and how doubt can actually hinder us from receiving God's best. And we're actually told that. We're going to look at James chapter 1 and see. But then we are going to actually look at a principle of how to control doubt in Philippians chapter 4. And then we're going to go to Romans chapter 4 to see how Abraham applied this principle, uh, did not doubt, but grew strong in faith. And uh, he actually received and walked in what God had promised him. Now, Abraham did have the opportunity to doubt. We all have the opportunity to doubt. So don't be crying because you got opportunity to doubt. Look what the word says, act on the word, and then you'll be able to stand in faith. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5 through 7 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like the wave of a sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. So we see we have to ask, but we have to ask in faith. And we have to ask with no doubting. Now, we can believe, the Bible refers to believing, and we can believe with our mind, and we can also believe with our heart. But where the doubt is, the doubt is in your head. The doubt is your mind, where you think. And so if we can control our thoughts, we can control the doubt. All right? Now let's look at the principle we see in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand, and do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What do we believe with? Our heart and our mind. But where can doubt show up? In our mind. Verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So we see if we do these things, if we think on these things that the scripture tells us to, then the peace of God will actually guard our hearts and guard our minds and guard it from what? Guard it from doubt. Let's look at Romans chapter 4, verse 16 through 21. This is where we see Abraham actually applying this principle. And I'm sharing this from the World English Bible. It says, For this cause it is of faith that it may be according to grace to the end that the promise may be sure to all offspring, not to that which is only of the law, but to also that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is in the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they were. Besides hope, Abraham in hope believed. Now, that's a little confusing, but biblical hope means a confident expectation 
specifically based on God's word. So hope itself, the biblical version of hope means a confident expectation. So you can have hope based on the circumstances, your expectation for what's going to happen, or you can have hope based on the word of God, your confident expectation for what's going to happen. Okay, so this is what it's talking about. Besides hope, the confident expectation of not having a child because he was too old, Abraham in hope believed had a confident expectation that he would have a child based on the promise of God. All right, that's what it's referring to. Then it says, to that end, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which had been spoken, so will your offspring be. Without being weakened in faith, he didn't consider his own body already having been worn out and being about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. So he knew that was the reality, but the Bible says he didn't consider it. He did not take that into consideration when uh, he was deciding what to expect would happen in his life. Okay, he didn't consider that. Verse 20, yet look into the promise of God, so that's what he did consider. He was aware that he was too old and his wife was too old to have children, but he didn't take that into consideration when he was thinking about what would happen in his life. What he did take in consideration, what he did think on, was the promise of God. So it says, yet looking to the promise of God, he didn't waver through unbelief, but grew strong through faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what he, referring to God, had promised, he was also able to perform. So again, Abraham controlled what he thought about, what he considered, what he was taking into consideration, what he was reasoning about. Abraham did not deny the circumstances in the natural that his body was too old, that Sarah's body was too old, but he chose that not to be his focus. What he chose to focus on was the goodness and the faithfulness and the promises of God. He controlled his thought, and in doing so, that guarded his heart. The peace of God guarded his heart and his mind. And so he didn't waver. See, we waver because we consider two different things. We consider the natural circumstances, and we consider the promises of God. So we waver. That's what, that's what um, James chapter 1 was talking about. That type of person goes from faith to doubt, faith to doubt, faith to doubt, because he's considering two different things. But Abraham didn't do that. Abraham was aware of the circumstances. We need to be aware of the circumstances. But what we consider, what we base our hope on, what we have a confident expectation in, is the promises of God coming to pass in our life because he promised them and he is faithful. So how do you stop from doubting? Stop considering your circumstances. That's it. And instead, consider the promises of God. Consider the faithfulness of God. That's it. It's not complicated. See, when you consider two different things, then your mind's going to go back and forth. But when you discipline yourself to only consider what God says, then your faith will grow. Your peace will grow. And the peace of God will actually guard your hearts and your minds. And you can grow stronger in faith and believe God and receive the promises. 
Again, I'm not saying to deny the circumstances. You know what the Bible calls sick people? Sick. It's not denying when a person is sick. But what it is denying is the sickness, the outcome based on the sickness itself. What I expect to come to pass in my life should be based on the word of God, not how I'm feeling today. Not what my finances look like today. Not what my, uh, the, the, the condition of my relationships, not what they are today, but what the word of God says. That's where my hope is. That's where I choose to base my expectation of what will come to pass in my life based on considering the word of God. Okay, so it's, it's a very, very simple application here. It's a very simple principle in Scripture. Consider the word, not your present circumstances. Don't deny them. Be aware of them. But just don't take them into consideration when you start thinking about what you're expecting in your life to come to pass. See what the word of God says. See what the promises are and think about the faithfulness of God and keep thinking on those things and doubt won't have any room to take hold and your faith will continue to grow and you'll have that peace that God wants you to have. He's a good God and he's he's shown us in his word how we are to apply the principles in his word to move forward in what he wants for us. So he he doesn't just tell us things. He tells us or what his will is. He tells us how to partake of his will too. So let's learn how to do it. Let's be obedient and let's walk in faith. Thank you for joining me again for today's episode. My name is Tim Dumas. Keep growing in faith. God loves you. Be blessed.